So, yeah, Justin. So, like, like, like I was saying, me and Maya are going through a rough time. So she's at her parents' house, and I'm at my parents' house. And like, all we want to do is get married, but that costs money. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to get the engagement ring, like the ring I want to, you know, get on my knee to marry her with. Like, I have to pay for that ring. Then I gotta, we, I, I need to say we. Then we need to pay for, you know, my ring for the wedding ceremony and the wedding bands. Like, all this is money. We don't have money right now. Like, you know, like, all my money's in investments. Like, literally, all of my money are in investments. It can't, I can't take it out because I already know I would do more than 10x my money. All of my money, but like, so I'm living very frugally. So it's just rough. It's a rough time financially right now. Yeah. And it's not smart to just invest all my money like that. But I'm really confident and have a huge conviction on everything I'm doing. Like, I know for sure they're going up. But anyways, um, yeah, man, we're just ready to live together, man. Get a house. Like, just have kids, you know? Like, it was that time. Like, I've really been thinking about, man, we're 30. I'm almost 30. Like, she probably can't have kids when she's 40. Like, we got to get going, man. She's 29. Well, she's 28. I'm 29. I need to quit pushing up the years. So, But, yeah, still, we're only getting older, man. Like, we got to get it kicking. We got to get it going. But, like, that's our time. But we're on God's time, you know? We're not going to rush to do something. So, like, both of us, man, we're just getting really discouraged. Like, that that's from my perspective. Her perspective is probably a little worse. Like, you know, she's looking for another job that's not Target. You know, she wants a better paying job, a real job, you know, where you get salary, benefits. Right. You know, everything. The whole shebang, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Then her actual career, right? So, like, because let's be real, man, working at McDonald's, Walmart, I don't care. It's not cutting it unless you're working for corporate of mm-hmm. that, you know? So, man, it's just hard out here, man. So, like, I asked her today, and I asked her when we first started dating, but I should have did a video on this way before. I asked her how much does she pray? Because, honestly, like, when I look back over my life, God has taken me as far as my prayer life, which is powerful, man. Like, God has taken me as far as my prayer life. As much as I pray, is as much as God is going to do, right? Like sometimes God does way more and exceedingly and abundantly, actually all the time, he'll do that. But it comes down to the point as a believer, you got to pray. Like you want something to happen, you got to pray about it. Because when you pray about it, you show to God how serious you are, how much you mean business, how how much you really want this to happen. When you don't pray, you don't care. Like, you know, if you barely pray about it, you don't care. But if you pray about it all the time to God, he's going to act. Right, he's gonna do something about it. So, like one point that's always been on my heart and in my spirit, I never heard a preacher say it. It's just my experience from God, and I know I'm not the only one. But like God can only take you as far as your prayer life. He can only, and he the more you pray, the more God can do, and He will do. But if you don't pray at all, you know, <laughs> why would He act? You know, what is He? What can He do? Like you know, he, of course He can still act and do something, but that's the problem. People think that. Well, relate. That's not a relationship. God wants a relationship with us. He wants us to interact with Him. He wants us to to fellowship with Him and to have real conversations. He mm-hmm. wants us. He wants to know how we feel, even though He knows how you feel, even though He knows what, what situation you're going through and everything like that. He still cares and mm-hmm. wants to have 
He wants to dine with you, eat with you, like what he did with Moses in the book of Exodus, you know, like we talked about, like, you know, when he was on Mount Sinai with God, eating with them. <laughs> you know, like, so, man, yeah, like your life is a measurement of your prayer life, right? Like this is my, this is literally what I experienced just from a lot of stuff. But like, I'm going to use a scripture verse to really hone that in. And that's the parable of the uh, persistent widow. And in this parable, it talks about an unjust judge and a persistent widow. And I'm just, I should probably just read it because I really just want to do a summary of it. But let's read it first because I haven't read it in so long. Yeah, I got it pulled up here too. Okay, you want to read it? Yeah. What version are you reading from? Uh, The NIV. Okay, cool. So Luke 18. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, in a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with a plea, grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones, who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, he will, will he find faith on the earth? All right. Did you have anything, like, just based on what I've been saying? Yeah, I do. I think um, I like what you said, like um, your life will only go as far as what you pray for. And that's interesting you bring that up because I I was in a Bible study this morning and there's just this one friend, one mutual friend of mine that uh, life just isn't going well for her. Like she is really negative about everything and not to say that negative things aren't happening, but you can just tell she's just beaten and tired of it all, which is fair. But I was talking to another friend of mine. We were trying to pray for her. Uh, she wasn't there. We just felt moved to like pray for her because we both felt her turmoil, but we both agreed. Like she just expected the negative things to come. Like when you pray, you're doing, gosh, there's so many things happening. Um, but you're inviting life into the situation. If you're expecting negative things, yeah, negative things are going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. But if you speak life into a situation, God is going to be there for you. Yeah. He's going to be there for the situation. He's going to, he's not going to necessarily answer the prayers the way we want it to, because sometimes he's got a plan. He loves us too much sometimes to uh, give up his plan for us. And if he has something better for us, he's going to answer it in that way. But he is going to answer it in some way. But we have to, like, pray for it. We have to be there in that moment. Like, we have to give that up Give that up to him. That make, The verse we just read reminds me of, um, reminds me of a, another another passage that Jesus was talking about. Like if parent, if parents know how to give good gifts, just imagine like how much better the gifts would be that God gives. Like what father would, if, um, 
if a child asked for bread, what parent would give him a stone? Mm-hmm. Like if we know what a loving parent does, so we know that God is going to be multitudes more of that. He's going to answer our prayers tenfold in ways that we might not even expect, but we have to reach out to him as well. It's a two-way door. As Revelation said, um, I stand at the door and knock. Like we have to open up the door for him. Like we can't just expect things to happen for us. It's a two-way street. We have to, God is reaching out to us, but we have to reach back out. Yeah. Man, that's a mic drop, man. It's over. Like, (laughs) This is why I wanted you on here for that. Oh, okay. like, now it's because I wasn't sure if I was prepared, but no, nah, man, you're more than prepared because this is literally where it, it has to go. Like, mm-hmm. you hit so much stuff, man. Like, I don't remember what you said, but what I thought about, well, what it was one of your first points. I think it was your first point. Like, guy, I don't remember what you said, but uh, yeah, if you expect the worst, you're gonna get the worst, right? Yeah. So, God can only take you as far as your faith allows them. Like, I think I said that before on my YouTube channel, like, you know, whatever your faith is, that's what God's going to do. Like, you know, like that's literally what the Bible says. So Matthew 9, 29, one of the things Jesus said was, according to your faith, let it be done unto you, right? That is so powerful because like, if you have faith that can move a mountain, God's going to move that mountain. That's literally scripture, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Paul said that in 1 Corinthians 13 when he talked about spiritual gifts. Some people have that kind of faith to where they have so much faith in God, they see God do miraculous and crazy things. And that can be any believer if you have faith and you believe that God can do that. God's going to reward you according to your faith, which is so powerful. Because if you really have faith, you would pray about it, wouldn't you? Like, why wouldn't you pray about something like that? Because you know, you got to understand what does it take to pray? You know, let's talk about the root cause. Why would somebody pray? Because they believe that God can do something for them. They believe that God's going to interact on their behalf. They believe they even know he ain't answering right now. He will. You know what I mean? So they keep on coming back for more. Just like the persistent widow boy. But before I even talk about that, because <laughs> I'm tearing it up now because of you. That that parable, uh, one thing I thought about, too, when you said if you're negative, you're going to experience negative things. So that, that just talks about you know, from a worldly perspective, uh, uh, negative thoughts, you know, negative life, positive thoughts, positive life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, just, just there's power in positive thoughts, positive thinking. And there's also detrimental things and destruction and ruin coming to you when you only have negative thoughts in life. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of unsuccessful people, they have negative thoughts. That's why they're unsuccessful, right? <laughs> why they don't amount to anything because they don't believe in themselves. They don't believe in what God can do. They don't believe in anything. And that goes back to my whole point. Like, God can only take you as far as your prayer life. Like, how mm-hmm. much do you think God can do for you? Which goes back to, man, I'm tearing this up, man. What Do you have anything else? Because I'm about to just go in, man. Like, no, also, no, you keep on going. I'll add on stuff later. You got I it. Yeah, I haven't posted in so long, man. But, like, I post a lot of stuff about limiting God. Just limiting God. Mm. Like, let me let me do a hashtag. But yeah, y'all make sure to follow oh, you're, me. On. You're searching for that. Yeah, it's and the reason we do that, like sometimes it's not even because we don't love God. It's just because we're so limited. We put him in a box. Mm-hmm. Like uh, sometimes uh, I'll tell a quick story while you're looking for that. Like um, I'm as I said, like I'm very scientific, medical minded guy. 
um, I know this couple who was like praying for their daughter to like hear. Um, but like for two years, the prayer wasn't answered. But then two years later, their insurance came with something for a cochlear implant for her mm-hmm. ear. And they saw that as like a um, answer to their prayers because they prayed like day in, day out. And some people were saying like, well, I mean, that would have happened anyway. But like, you don't know that. You're not God. You don't, you can't tell the future. Yeah. But like for them, like even if it was a miraculous healing for them, that was an answer to their prayer. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes we just put God in a box like that. We think, oh, he has to like, if he doesn't do this miraculous healing, he, you're either a sinner or he's not listening, something like that. But no, that's just because of our limited thinking. Right. Sorry if that was like off topic. I just want to say that while we were. No, nah, it's not off topic at all. I'll, just, I'll come back to it, man. Just remind me. Because I have a lot of posts, but I have one specific I was going to show. Um, I got to pull it up on my photos, though, because. Um, I haven't posted it yet, and when I try to post on Instagram, it doesn't do my hashtag or the whole caption. And I hate posting stuff without a caption and just a photo. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just got one. But let's share. I'll share this one. We got something here. Um, but yeah, like one thing I always post on my social media page is anything about limiting guys. So like, I'm gonna read this. Uh, make sure to follow me on Trouble Don't Last on Instagram. But you should never put God in a box. We cannot restrict God. I mean, we cannot restrict who God is. We cannot restrict what he can do. We should restrict him in our own thoughts. We place limitations on ourselves based on what we believe can happen, right? And then yeah. it just go. I expounded on a point in the captions, like I was saying. I do hashtags to, like, really uh, promote and spread out. And just plant my seeds upon many waters so anybody who's interested in anything about have faith, have faith in God, like they come across a post like this. So like um, one another quote I said is don't limit God. God can do whatever he wants. He can use whatever he wants. You know, he can speak however he wants. He can go wherever he wants. God can move wherever he wants or whenever he wants. Wait, were you going to say something, Justin? No, no. I was just agreeing with you. I just said, yeah. Yeah, this is... <laughs> Yeah, this is the point I always say on my YouTube channel. I think I just I said it earlier, but God can only take you as far as your faith allows him. So, like, man, this is so powerful. Like, you are only experienced God to the measurement of your faith, basically. Like, so mm. this is so powerful because, like, um, another thing Jesus said in the Bible, like, it was based on what you said. I think it's Mark 29, 23. Yeah, it is that one. So there's a story in the Bible, long story short, a man came to the disciples because Jesus was busy and he tried to ask the disciples to heal his demonic son, right? His son was not demonic all his life. He was just Mm -hmm. demonic for a certain time period. And the man knew and heard about Jesus and the disciples and heard about them doing miracles. So he went to the disciples because Jesus was busy, but Jesus was right there. (laughs) And he asked them to heal this demon's sick kid. And the whole time that it said in Mark chapter 9, uh, verse 14 to 23, that this kid is foaming out the mouth. Like, while the disciples trying to, you know, cast out this demon, this kid, he ain't moving. He's just giving him a hard time, though. 
You know, so yeah, he's foaming at the mouth, gashing his teeth. Like these these disciples are confused. Like they cast out demons before. They don't know why they can cast. They can't cast out this one. And mm-hmm. so Jesus comes up and he said, what's the problem? Jesus, God knows everything. Jesus knew what the problem was. And the man said, I came to your disciples, you know, to have my son healed, but they can't heal him. And <laughs> Jesus said, anything's possible to those who believe. You know, <laughs> that is so powerful. God himself said to this man, anything's possible to those who believe. And so this man said, this is the most profound passage ever in the Bible. It's one of my favorite. He said, if you can, no, Jesus said, if you can, but he, he has some, you know, I'm going to read the scripture verse in verse in Mark chapter nine, verse 23, Jesus said, if I can, so it's a question. He said, everything is possible for the one who believes. And so the, the boy's son said this immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe, but help my unbelief, help me to overcome my unbelief. Mm-hmm. Like obviously in life, you're going to have doubts. Obviously in life, you're going to struggle and you're just not going to believe certain things. Like sometimes life hits you so bad, knocks you out so much in life. You know, life knocks you out so much. That's what I meant to say. That you just feel like you're beaten down, you're battered, and nothing will ever work out for you. But when you're a child of God, you just got to keep keep on coming back for more. You know, you got to keep on believing. Which goes back to the story we told about the, the widow and the unjust judge. Like you got to really think about that. The widow had everything taken from her. Like she's a widow. Right. So women had no power in this time period. Obviously, she was married to somebody who had stuff. He had means on top of means. So she was living a a nice life, a luxurious life, probably. And so. Her husband dies and the government takes everything in an unjust manner, in in an unjust manner, manner. And so what did the woman do? Did she sit down and not do anything? No, she went to the unjust judge and asked him and demanded to. For him and the whole government to give her back what was rightfully hers, what she inherited from her husband. And it said that the man had no fear of God. That is so powerful. He didn't care what people thought. You know, he didn't care. And then a widow, the most scorn, you know, just like in our culture today, some people are looked down upon more than others. If we're being transparent, a widow in this time period, first of all, she's a woman. They're looked down upon. Second right. of all, she is a widow like you know like you just were married you have nothing like you're probably old and dusty and crusty like you know what i mean like the older you get more likely the, the more men don't want to be with you you know what i mean <laughs> so you're not gonna pull as many men as you have before so like this is all she got right so yeah. but she the the man said no the unjust judge said no but what did she do she kept on going back going back she was persistent, asking the judge, you know, bless me. Give me back what's rightfully mine. Bless me. Give me what's rightfully mine. And he just got fed up. He said that this woman's driving me crazy. And if she keeps on coming here, she's going to drive even more crazy. So really, she bent him. Uh, she she made him do what she wanted him to do, right? Mm-hmm. Even though she, she had to come multiple times. In the end, he still cave in. And gave her what she wanted. A nobody, somebody he didn't have to give anything that he didn't want to give anything to. I mean, because why would he give anything to a widow? Like, it's not for money. Like, what can he get from it? Which that's how he rules. It's an unjust judge in mm-hmm. Luke chapter 18, 1 through 8. So, like, if that's the case with an unjust judge, an evil person on earth who had no fear of God, no fear of man, 
if he could give a widow what she wanted, what do you think a loving, caring, and an awesome, all-knowing God can do for us? Right. Like, you know, we ask for something in prayer. So, yeah, man, and that goes back to what you said earlier, man. Uh, really honing in that scripture verse that Jesus was saying, you know, um, he was saying if a good father, but he, he, he even went as far to say as an evil father, if an evil father on earth. So somebody like Hitler, like if they know how to give a good gift to their child, now, what makes you think God, a loving, caring, and amazing father who knows everything about you and knows exactly what you need, won't mm-hmm. give you what you need if you ask for it? Yeah. Now, imagine you ask for it continually, <coughs> you're persistent with it. So this is what my whole point was with Maya. Like, you know, how much do you pray? Because God can do a lot if you just pray. Like, there's power in prayer. And my testimony is, like, I've seen God do wonders for me through prayer. And honestly, I don't pray enough. You know, I should pray way more because I can literally say I'm in the position. I'm, I have the life I have. I have the responsibilities I have all because of prayer. Like God is taking me as far as my prayer has allowed him to. So I can't wait to see what else he does in my life now. Cause I just told you, you know, what I'm trying to do now. Like you'll see on my YouTube channel, I'm going to be married. I'm going to have this kid at 12. You know I mean, I'm going to have a nice house. <laughs> out for me. Everything I'm worried about right now will be taken care of. Like, am I worried about it right now? Yeah. But like, God has brought me through too much to doubt him. Just power in prayer again. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, did you have anything else, Justin? No, I'm I was just thinking like that's something you need to like um, you and Maya need to do together though as well because when you pray like the spirit is coming to you and you can't just have that individually. If you are you know, in the Bible, it says that when you're um, when you're married, two become one. I think praying together is good for that process of becoming one because you're inviting the spirit together. Like that spirit is enveloping you guys together. And that's how you guys will grow from that as well, because you guys can pray separately. You guys might get like um, different revelations. You might get different feelings, but you guys need to be together for that. Because, um, how do I want to word this? Just because, like, no man's an island. You, like, God calls us to have um, fellowship in that. Because elsewhere in the Bible it says, where two or three come together, there am I also. Mm-hmm. Like, you want, you guys will find a peace from praying. But you you guys also need to be sure to do it together as well. Because that's how you are able to navigate those tough decisions. Like every, for every decision you and I make in the future, whether it's related to marriage or for kids or for a house, like God needs to be first. Like it's very easy to like think, oh, the, uh, it's very easy to like start grasping at gifts or grasping at what God, what life hands you or what life throws at you. But you have to make sure it's from God first because even a good thing can turn sour if it's not part of God's plan. Right. Some good stuff right there, man. I'm going to go pray with her right now after we done. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. You guys start doing that every night. You're right, though. Like I like how you said that because Bible says we're two or three gather in my name. There I am in the midst of them. Mm-hmm. But I would even venture to say, though, boy, I can only imagine what God does when two when two people when two people in a marriage come together like that and pray. Mm. 
when God finally acts on their behalf, boy, that's time to fellowship, man. Like that glorifies God. I feel like God, that's what he lives for. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. for a couple to rejoice and praise him just for acting on their behalf, man, that's, that's power, man. So, yeah. Yeah. There's something spirit. Yeah. There's something spiritual about praising and worshiping together as well. Yeah. Like it's fun. Like, of course it's fun to do any activity together. Like that just builds camaraderie. But when you pray together, that's, that just, it connects your soul. It's, there are just no words for it. Mm -hmm. I found one of the photos. Like I got a lot of like, don't limit posts. Don't limit. Yeah. Yeah, Here goes one of them. I need to repost it because I made the caption way better now. (laughs) Here goes one of them. Like, are you limiting God? Look at, well, look what this guy comes in with, man. Like you see how big the fountain is, how big the well is. Like Mm -hmm. it's literally, God is even bigger than this, man. Like God can do so much for us. But look, this is how much faith some of us got. What are you going to think? Where's all the water going to go? (laughs) <laughs> well, what what if the whole thing pours out like mm-hmm. this is how much you're gonna get and you're content with that like i'm not man mm-hmm. i'm trying to see god move man i ain't gonna lie like one of my goals is just to like i want to go through the biggest revival ever like a global revival i want to be a part mm-hmm. of it you know what i mean i, yep. I want to see god move mountains like i should really play the video if you're interested i'll play it right now but uh, a pastor talked about an experience he had during a, a crusade, it was like a crusade, like revival thing. Okay. And his name is Dr. Tony Evans. You ever heard of Tony Evans? Oh yeah, man. He has some, yeah, he has some great words of wisdom. He's awesome. Yeah, he's crazy. I, I pray I could be as great as him, like preaching, <laughs> if not better, but like, I love him. Like, but he talked about this experience he had when all the preachers came together and visited the plan like a year in advance and they finally got it in the forecast is rain. And they knew it was a stadium outside the football stadium. They knew that if it was going to rain, the people were going to leave. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they paid tickets and everything, but it's raining. Like, so, and then it was back in, like, 2003, 2000, probably not even 99. So, like, they didn't have, like, TVs and phones to, like, watch it from, like, I don't know, the outskirts of the stadium and stuff like that, right? Like, you know, where the concessions and stuff like I'm pretty sure they didn't have as much TVs back then as they do now, right? Mm-hmm. So all of them are praying, all the pastors, a lot of it was a lot of preachers that day that came together for this event. They were just praying, safe prayers, like asking God to keep back the rain, like if it's your will. <laughs> That's what they do. Keep on saying, he put emphasis on that, that. They kept on saying, God, if it's your will, stop the rain. If it's not, and they said, some lady came up some old lady from out of nowhere and she prayed and she's a pastor too now well she would she didn't i don't think she was a pastor but she was with them right and they're all praying safe prayer just in case they were wrong but when she came out she prayed and she said god you know you need to glorify yourself every single day like you know you there's people out there that don't know you here and we ask in jesus name that you could please and we command you by the spirit Mm -hmm. Hold back the rain. Make sure it doesn't rain here so that we can hear a word from you and receive the revelation that you want everybody to have so they can not just experience you, but live changed lives to bless other people. Like she prayed like that and everybody's eyes just got big like, wow, like this woman, are you kidding me? You're going to pray a bold prayer like that? 
or she can manic not have to hold back the ring. And long story short, this the the whole event started, and it started raining. They could hear the rain coming, right? <laughs> and so they tried to give the lady that prayed an umbrella. <laughs> she said, "I don't need it." <laughs> <laughs> and so then everybody else have an umbrella, getting ready for the rain. And Tony Evans said, "I'm not lying. This is really what happened." Um, he said, "We saw the rain come." But then it went this way throughout one stadium and then this way throughout the other. So it's like it parted. Yeah. So like oh, it, only, it only stayed outside of the stadium, not mm-hmm. getting anybody inside of the stadium wet. Yeah. And he puts it on God. Like he's like, This is the only miracle I ever saw in my life. Man. Hey, it's all because that well, simple prayer. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, man, like, I want to see Axel God like that. But, like, that's the power of prayer. Like, she mm. knew she can call him. If you want to see the video, you think I should play it right now? I will. It's only, like, three minutes. He says yeah. it really quick. Yeah, you, you know? could if you want. Yeah, man. But did you have anything else about the power of prayer? Oh, um, gosh, I got so absorbed into the story. I'm blanking right now. Here, you pull up the video. I'll be. I'll think if I had anything else for it. Yeah, and I think that's... Honestly, that relates to what we were talking about before is like, how do we know what the voice of God is versus like (laughs) voices or, or like, um, the voice of the enemy. And it's like, we have to pray for that stuff though, as well, because it's only by being dipped into that spirit. Do we find out? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't wait to do that video. Oh yeah. I know. That'd be good. Yes, they Proverbs nine. Proverbs nine, yeah. Proverbs nine will be lit. It's I'm excited for that one. All right. Can you see my screen? Yeah, I can. All right. It's four minutes, my bad. I was wrong. Oh, you're good. A few years ago, I told you about a situation that happened to me a number of years ago in uh, South Carolina. I was doing a crusade at Bryce Stadium, the football stadium of the University of South Carolina, and uh, the weather report said there was rain coming. There were 25,000 people that had gathered in the stadium. And so we wanted to pray before the service that God would hold back the rain. And we prayed, God, hold back the rain, hold back the rain. And, you know, we were doing safe prayers, if it's your will. And, and Lord, uh, you know, if you don't want it to rain, we were just trying to cover our backs in case it rained anyway. And there was this little, little teeny short lady named Linda. Linda asked, after all the, all the professionals prayed, after all the preachers, after all the preachers prayed, Linda stood up. She said, do you mind if I pray? And Linda opened up the prayer and said, Lord, your name is at stake. We told these people that if they would come, they would hear a word from God. If they come and you let it rain and you control the weather, then you look back. Because we told them you wanted to say something to them. So if we told them you wanted to say something to them and you don't keep back what you control so it could be said to them, then your name is back. And then she threw a line that caused everybody to look at each other. She said, therefore, right now, I command you 
in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to stop the rain for the sake of your name. The preachers just started looking at one another with one eye. They just said, Whoa. We went up on the platform. The sky is now getting black behind us. The guy was in touch with the weather bureau and they said the showers are coming, they're heavy thunderstorms, and they're coming right at you. We're now hearing at seven o'clock the music begins to play, we begin to begin the service, and there is thunder and lightning right behind us. People start to stir in their seats. Some start to get up. Some start to open umbrella. Linda was on the stage. This uh, man opened her, his umbrella over Linda. She said, that's okay, I don't know. I've only seen this happen once. The rain came to the stadium and split. Half of it went this way. Half of it went that way. And then met again on the other side of the stadium. Now, this is not a story somebody told me. I was there. So I was there. A whole bunch of other people were there. And we saw a miracle right in front of our eyes because a little lady knew his name. She knew his name. She understood that his name represented his character, and she appealed to that. Why don't we appeal to that name? Because we don't know that name. And we do not understand how passionate God is for his own reputation. Yeah, man. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> I like that phrase, safe prayers. I feel like we do fall into safe prayers. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh man, that was a. I like. I was invested when you were telling it, but man, to to hear him talk about how on fire she was during her prayer is just crazy. Mm -hmm. I. That's my goal is just to be able to pray like that because I give safe prayers too sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, oh, if if you if it's in your will, God, do this, and I'm I don't want to extort him to do stuff for me but man i just want to be that confident when i'm asking him for stuff i feel like we do need to do that if yeah. it's something that we think is for the betterment of us or for the betterment of other people or for god's glory yeah i think we need to be 100 percent in it right. like again it might not be answered in the way that we want it to we still have to have room for that because we we're human. We can't fathom what God's plan is, but yeah, man, just have that, uh, just have that confidence to pray for God to be there. That just shows that you have a faith in God. That's limitless. Right. And if it's limitless like that, what do you think God going to do? Yeah. If you really believe God for something, what do you think he's going to do? Mm -hmm. Like you gotta understand, man, just to come with that kind of energy. You would have to have gone through some stuff to give you that kind of confidence. That's what faith's all about. Like God has gotten all of us. Your faith is based on everything you've been through. Like with God, that's really what it's based on. It, but it shouldn't just be limited to, get to that. A lot of people limit it just to that. 
It should be based on all the experiences that said in his word, you know, we should have faith in David's experience. David went through a lot, like, good Lord. If God uh, could, could help yeah. me to overcome stuff like David, man, not even David, Moses, like any anybody in the Bible, like they're all exper- experienced the, the disciples. Like how many miracles did they see? And they did and performed. You know what I mean? Like there's so many people in the Bible. And if God can do that with them, why wouldn't he do it with you? You know what I mean? Why wouldn't you get to experience stuff like that? So, man, yeah, it's that's why like I don't I hate limiting God. Like I hate um, I hate just putting God in a box because like for me, it started off with algorithms and it started off with probability statistics in college, like in track too. Like when I went through track, when God brought me through that. I, I I knew God could bring me through anything, you know. <laughs> there was uh-huh. nothing He could He could not bring me through because I didn't uh-huh. think I would make it. I didn't want to make it. I, I I wanted to quit, but God gave me the strength from out of nowhere, strength that I could even know I had from that came from Him that empowered me to finish the race. You know what I mean? Finish the assignment. And even with college, man, there are certain classes. I should have never gotten out of because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't understand anything, but I made it through, man. Not just made it. I excelled. Some of them I got A's in. Uh-huh. <laughs> I always got B's in them. Like, but like, hey, man, I praise God, man, because I, I deserve an F. Like, I really did. Uh-huh. But I persevered and I fought, you know, uh-huh. and God intervened and worked with that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah man, even with being unemployed, man, I went through unemployment from 2018 to 2020, really. Like, so Corona was harsh on me. Mm. I lost $20,000, man. Like, mm. that's why I'm in the predicament I'm in now. Like, so, man, I just think I do too much for me. And that's not even I, all, all my story. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, man, God is too good, like, not to, to ever to ever limit him, man. Like, not just with your testimony or mine or anybody else's, man. Like, God, God can do a lot, man, with a little. That's what mm-hmm. that's what's even crazy with the little man. So man, just praying, man. Power of prayer, man. Like I love that video. I I, I saw that video. Had that been my senior year of high school or my freshman? It was my freshman year. Was that old? Dang. Okay. Yeah, man. Like it had, it was. It's older than that, but like I saw it like when I was first saved, basically. I first got saved when I was seventeen, so I was at least nineteen when I saw the video. Like, mm-hmm. And man, that video, man, that feels me. It gets me on fire. Like every time I talk to God and pray. Now, granted, that means if I saw that at nineteen, that means I saw it around my freshman year of, of college when I ran track, mm-hmm. and I didn't have the strength or the energy to do anything. Like God allowed me to stumble across that video. So this was my first time yeah. ever sharing it and talking about it, like with anybody else, honestly. So like, mm. just with that video alone, man, it gives me the confidence to know who I'm talking to. Now, know who you're dealing with. You're dealing with God, man. There's nothing God can't do, man. God specializes in things that seem impossible. Like, mm-hmm. God is not limited, and he's in control of everything. Right? Yeah. This is his world, and yeah. it operates the way that he says it's going to operate, right? Mm-hmm. So we got that kind of God, and we're his child. What do you think he's going to do? But that's another thing, too. She knew his will. You got to know what his will is. Like, you can't just pray to God like that about any and everything in life. If it ain't God's will for your life, it ain't going to happen. So mm. you got to know what his will is. Because I'll tell you now, if you know his will and you act, you ask him to act on your behalf, boy, mic drop, man. Mm. It's over. It's going to happen. 
Like, I know I'm going to get married. I'm marrying my Alexis Evans, man. Like, <laughs> we're going to have a lot of kids together. Like, we're going to we're gonna have a nice life. Like, why? Because of God. It ain't because of me. Like, I only, all this stuff only happened. I'm at where I'm at right now because God intervened. And he's yeah. over it all. And that's, that's the only reason why he answers prayer. Because he wants the glory. He wants you to make sure who did it for you. People should be able to look at your life as a believer and be like, man, you ain't do that. God did it. You know what I mean? It's to draw them to the Lord. So, like, man, the power of prayer, man. Like, that's why I want to do this video, man. I'm happy it went the way it went. Did you have anything else? I hope you have other stuff, man. Like, because. Yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> and just related to that. Yeah, it's it's always good to remember the gifter and not just the gift. Because a lot of times, man, it's easy. Just on a note about prayer is praise. It's so easy to like praise God when good things are happening. It's so hard to like praise him when you're like in a valley. But like, mm -hmm. as Paul was saying, he's been through prosperity and poverty. But like he, um, he has learned to endure both and to like appreciate God in both of them. Same for your yeah. situation. If you're feeling like you're in a valley now, like that's the time to like praise God the most because you know he's going to deliver. Like that's the time to pray to him the most because you know that's a big chance for him to glorify himself through you, through Maya, through whatever gifts you have. So it's important as the recipient to remember the gifter, not just the gift. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm responding to the comments, man. No, oh, okay. <laughs> Did you have anything else, man? No, I think I'm good. All right, man. Let me go ahead and uh, tell people what to do next, man. So if you like this video and you want to see more like it, go to my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. I also have a podcast as well. So let me show you guys how to get to it. You know, just type in Upload Past Crossroads on YouTube. You can get to my YouTube channel right here. Then also my boy Justin Lee Howell, who's on the video with me. That's him right there. Um, you see him right there, y'all. So go to his YouTube channel. It's Chaplain Logs. Type it in. Subscribe to his YouTube channel. Like all his videos. Comment. Uh, help our pages grow. Because, you know, without you uh, commenting and liking and sharing our videos, our platforms will not grow at all. And the message of God will not get out. Uh, something else I want to do, too. I want to show my other social media pages as well. I'll show your Facebook page because that's all you got, right, in LinkedIn? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, man. Justin, you got to catch up to us, guys. <laughs> How do you think this video went? I thought I liked it. This was a – I wasn't sure what to expect because we decided, like, two seconds before to start doing it live. But, man, that's mm – -hmm. I felt like the spirit just talked through you really well. I felt like uh, we got – good nuggets of truth out of that yeah you know a lot of videos i can do like that man like i feel like most of them that i do alone i can do like that but I'll, i'm such a perfectionist uh -huh. that i i just want to make sure i got to study and just make sure i know you know the text that i'm talking about but i don't need to do it if i'm on you know live with you and can feed off of you you know what i mean yeah so it just it makes it easy because how this video went is how my notes would would have gone it just saves me time, so I'm just gonna let you know when I'm about to go live again, so we can just just go ahead and do it without me having to work so hard. But yeah, yeah guys.
my other social media pages, my Facebook and LinkedIn, Sean Christopher Jenkins. I'm live right now on both of those, my LinkedIn and Facebook page. Uh, so thanks for watching on there. I know Tiffany Grace is watching on there from LinkedIn. So y'all make sure to befriend her on LinkedIn, connect with her. She said great wisdom on my video. Thanks for the compliments, Tiffany Grace. You are awesome, man. I love people that watch my videos, man. I feel like nobody really watched them. <laughs> At least on Facebook and LinkedIn. So I'm surprised anybody's watching from there. Like, it's two people. And then uh, my Twitter, Snap, and Instagram, and TikTok's Trouble Don't Last. My other Instagram page, my underscore day, underscore Bible, Bible, and my Tumblr page of Trouble Don't Last number one, guys. And I want to show you Justin's uh, Facebook page, man, because, you know, he needs some love on there, too. Y'all make sure to befriend him on there. And he already knows what photo I'm about to show. Because I know you're probably yeah. thinking, man, don't show that photo. But I'm showing it. I like that photo. <laughs> He's in a motorcycle group. He was a chaplain of a motorcycle group for three years. Or was it five? Yeah, about three years. Yeah, man. So Justin can preach the word, man. So y'all make sure to go to his YouTube channel. This is his uh, future. Mm-hmm. Uh, is she a fiance now, officially? No, not yet. Not till the 27th. I can say that because oh. he doesn't watch YouTube. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm gonna say, what is she watching? Oh, look at you. Well, just say yes first, though. Yeah, she gonna say yes to me. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be the worst, man. You ever thought about like people that get denied like that? Oh man, I've watched videos of that, and it is heartbreaking. Right. That's like, true. I would never ask. I want to put myself in that position. Yeah. What's going on here, man? Oh, those those during COVID, and I thought, mm, I wonder what it looks like if I don't shave. <laughs> I was talking about with no sleeves. I've never seen you with no sleeves. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find the snowman. Oh man, I lo- yeah, I like the snowman one. Yeah. Where is it? Is it? It's one of my profile pictures. If you go back, far. Oh, like right here, right? Yeah, the cover photos. No, it's a it's a profile picture. Dang, I didn't know you updated. I don't remember you having these many these many photos for profile though. Uh, I what? think you the snowman one, right? No, nah, it's not on here. I don't know what happened. Oh, okay. Did did you take the photo or somebody else took it? That's someone else. That's not the one you're talking about? I thought that's what you were talking about. No, nah, the snowman one where you're in the snow, you got this this the uh the lights or whatever. In front oh, that one. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh that's yeah, that's somewhere down there. I don't know. Yeah. They must have updated these photos, man. These must be all recent, cause I think those are just photos. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. I'm just stalking your page. I'm showing everything you. Yeah. Right? Sometimes I don't know how Facebook works. That's fine. Yeah. It's not that far off though. It was just winter. I need to put it on a PowerPoint so I always have the photo. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's it's... the one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like this photo, man. I did like that one, yeah. That was fun. <laughs> we don't get a lot of snow. Yeah, this is in Tennessee, guys. We don't get snow here. It'd be 70 degrees one day and then 30 degrees the next. Gosh, yeah, it doesn't I stick. Will, real talk, the other day, I think it went to 9 degrees. You remember? It was at 9 degrees. Yeah, gosh. Yeah. That's the coldest it's ever been in Tennessee. I never, as long as I lived here for 29 years, I've never mm-hmm. seen it get that low or felt it that low. Yeah. Kentucky's weird. Like I'm from Kentucky too, and like we get consistent snow in Kentucky, but it's it will be everywhere at once as well. When I was in college mm-hmm. in Louisville, it was snowing at breakfast time, 
sunny at lunchtime, and then it was wet, soggy, and raining by the dinner time, all in the same day. It was like bizarre. But yeah, we'll just keep on talking, man. Uh, guys, I'm gonna hang up this live. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Make sure again to like, share, subscribe, everything, all the shebang. Support my boy Justin Lee Howell on his social media social media platforms. And thanks for tuning in, guys. I pray that you have a stupendous, spectacular, remarkable, and just perfect week life. Make sure to tune back in when I'm live again. All right, guys. So I'll see you guys later. And thanks for people the people who commented. If you have any questions, again, on my social media platforms or anything, just uh, comment to us, DM us on our social media platforms, and we'll answer your questions live together just like we've been doing because I like the way the videos go with Justin. It's way better than when it's by myself. Two's better than one, like the Bible says. Man, yeah. we just have more fellowship, man. So. <laughs> yeah, God is here, yeah. Right, like we, that, this video was great, man. Like, I really love it. Oh, yeah. I, I do. All right, I'm going to hang it up so we keep it short. Peace. All right, peace out, guys.